At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is VSIN Tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. You have tuned in to the big show on VSIN. It's a Wednesday night, VSIN tonight, the show presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Wes, we got some college hoops game coming coming down to the wire. Uh, but let's start with football first. That's always a good idea, especially this week. Last night we talked about Jim Harbaugh, and there was a Twitter report mm-hmm. out there from uh, a source that Harbaugh was going to be named the Chargers coach likely today. I've not seen that news yet. Have you? I have not. And 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 another thing that uh, you know, when you report these uh, coaching changes and vacancies uh, in the NFL, they have this thing called the Rooney Rule, uh, where where you have to uh, to interview and uh, you know requirement of an interview of uh, multiple uh, candidates. And uh, uh, yeah, so that just that I, I maybe that's the rumor out there, and maybe it ends up coming true, but. You know, Shohei Otani was supposed to be a Toronto Blue Jay, too, a couple months ago. So, you know, got to wait for these things to play out. Yeah, I remember when Shohei Otani was supposedly on a plane to Toronto, and it turned out to be some TV actor. It was, uh, it was the guy from Shark Tank. Is that who it was? Yeah. Okay. Robert Herjavec, uh, that was his uh, private jet at Toronto. DraftKings has the odds up on uh, Jim Harbaugh's next team. Chargers remain the favorites as of this afternoon. Chargers minus 145. Not the head coach of the NFL team, the second choice on the board. I believe we have this graphic. If we do, we can throw it up there. Atlanta Falcons, be the third choice at 5-1. Uh, to one. Any other NFL team at 10-1. to one. The Raiders at 12-1. to one, And the Commanders at 25-1. to one. That's your odds board of DraftKings on Jim Harbaugh's next team. And... Um, I don't think it's going to be the Raiders, who have, by the way, uh, satisfied the Rooney rule. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the Raiders are free now to hire Antonio Pierce as their full-time head coach if they wish. Because they've satisfied the Rooney rule. And um, 
Pierce is interviewed also with the Titans and the Falcons. Here you can see on DraftKings Sportsbook the Harbaugh odds. And last night that Twitter report was that Harbaugh was going to be the Chargers coach, likely named today. Has not happened yet. And uh, we talk, we were a little skeptical of uh, that last night. Right. Anyway, and uh, hopefully he didn't fire away. And I don't, I'm not sure what the betting limit is on this prop on DraftKings. But that's something if you're a bookmaker, you got to watch carefully because that news could break at any point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, so uh, obviously this is moving uh, very rapidly. Of course, we reported uh, about Harbaugh last night interviewing with the Atlanta Falcons. Bill Belichick is also uh, interviewed for that position. So, uh, uh, some you know, it just takes one one job to kind of close, and then all of a sudden the carousel just gets rolling and rolling again. Number one UConn in action tonight. Let's go to college hoops. And, uh, Wes, you have to be Im- impressed by Danny Hurley. And the Huskies' defense tonight, they put the clamps on a pretty good Creighton team and completely shut down the Blue Jays. UConn rolls. Yeah, they did. Uh, and, uh, and, and this... Six, sorry, 62-48. to 48. I was trying to find a final. UConn closed a six-point favorite of DraftKings. Well under the total of 146, 62-48. Yeah, the big guy, Donovan Klingon, did come back. He was on a minutes restriction, though, tonight. There was thought maybe he would come back. Uh, for the uh, weekend game, but he was there tonight. So 62 to 48, uh, no side for me, uh, did play under the total. And Creighton just 18 to 52 from the floor, 6 of 26 from the three. So UConn didn't really shoot the ball well either. 25 of 70, 5 of 19, but you could tell by the fact that they had more shot attempts. How about 45 to 26 rebound edge for the Huskies, uh, who uh, just resumed uh, their number one ranking and uh, looked like number one tonight with a win over a good team at home. (sighs) I think UConn deserves to be number one, and uh, is my power-rated number one team at this point. And has moved ahead of Purdue and Kansas. And when Donovan Klingon is back and healthy, and he's back now, even though he's not uh, full strength yet, full speed, let's put it that way, I think UConn's the best team. Do you? They've looked it so far. I think yeah. that they've looked the most consistent. Keep in mind, they have had to play a few games without the big fella. But now he is back, and look, nobody, it, it's kind of like what we saw with Zach Eady last night with the Indiana and their big win in Assembly Hall, or, or Purdue's win in Assembly Hall over Indiana. It's tough to match up with a seven foot three guy, and uh, Zach Eady had his way with the Hoosiers, and Donovan Klingon is a tough matchup as well. We saw him earlier this year against Gonzaga, Graham E.K., and those guys had absolutely no chance. So uh, uh, Donovan Klingon, he was just kind of like, I don't want to say a role player last year, but he wasn't one of the main stars, and now he's an absolute weapon. Uh, he's, a, he's a star now, at least when he gets back and he's playing uh, full minutes, but he was behind Adamus Sonogo last right. season, and Sonogo was the most outstanding player of the NCAA tournament. Yeah, so. yeah, and, and Klingon, even though he is bigger, he doesn't – I mean, it's not so much bully ball, too. Right. Like, this kid's got some good ball skills, yeah. you know, for, for a big guy, so – you know, UConn even uh, even just as dangerous as they were last year, maybe even more so. Still got really good guards. And it's a big team, and I think that's one thing that uh, UConn has and Purdue has. Like you're talking about a big guy who's tough to match up with. Uh, Kansas has got Hunter Dickinson, who's uh, seven foot. Was he seven foot or seven two? But Hunter Dickinson's more of a guy who steps out. Yeah. That facilitates offense and shoots some threes, too. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not really a in-the-paint force, was Put it that way. How about uh, Dickinson listed at seven two? He didn't look seven two to me, right? Uh, but 
he plays a little shorter, let's put it that way, than Klingon and uh, Zach Eady. Uh, Kentucky, 90-77 to over Mississippi State tonight. Wildcats cover his six-and-a-half-point home favorites. Man, I couldn't figure out why this number was so short today. It was so short it scared me away from it. I thought Kentucky should have been like a nine, nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, I didn't end up playing it either. Uh, I think, look, uh, Tolu Smith uh, would be a tough matchup for Kentucky, and he certainly was tonight. He had 26-8, and eight, but... Kentucky's guards are, are are just so dynamic and and can hit threes. Antonio Reeves, by the way, twenty seven tonight for the Wildcats. Rob Dillingham with a sixteen off the bench. And this Kentucky team is different than in years past. They can shoot the three, even though they didn't really shoot it that well tonight, seven to twenty three. But got what they wanted uh, from two point range, thirty of fifty four. Also went to the line, twenty three of twenty seven uh, versus six of ten for Mississippi State. So uh, nice win for the Cats, uh, rebounding from that loss against A and M. You know our buddy Sammy P, who used to work at VSEN as a host, uh, Sam Panianovich. He texted me today. He said, "Do you have any Kentucky futures?" I said, yeah, I do. I have a 20 to 1. He, he loves Kentucky. Uh, I love the guards, mm-hmm. and I think the talent and the shooters are there. Not a great defensive team, but uh, Kentucky's worth a shot at 20 to 1. No, I, I absolutely yeah. think so. Uh, and uh, I, may, I may be making that bet actually uh, very shortly here because you just feel like they're finally figuring it out offensively. Uh, uh, defensively, they're a little bit down, and that's usually Cal's calling card, right? The fact that they're going to be a really good defensive team and 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 have good uh, one-on-one uh, guards in the backcourt on the defensive end, but uh, not so much this year uh, for the Cats. But they're explosive. I haven't I haven't seen them look this dynamic since they had uh, Wall and Davis. Well, it's been a while since they've had shooters like this, right? And uh, Coach Cal's got some shooters. Scores off the back iron, Mississippi State's uh, final three, and that's 89-80 in the books. LSU over Ole Miss tonight in Baton Rouge. Ole Miss, a three-point dog, and Chris Beard's team, I thought, was probably going to be a public dog today. Yeah. And turns out that way with uh, the Tigers getting the win in cover. Yeah. As, did you uh, bet this game? I did. I okay. bet money line on, on uh, LSU, and uh, – Unranked favorite uh, against the uh, ranked underdog again uh, does get their 89 to 80 final score down in Baton Rouge. Got some college hoops games tipping off later tonight, and a couple of good ones I want to talk about uh, right now. Actually, let's mention these because they're tipping off in a couple minutes. West Northwestern, a four and a half point favorite over Maryland. That game is in Evanston. Purple Cats playing four and a half total of 131 and a half, and DePaul. Down the road in Chicago, a a nine-and-a-half-point home underdog to Providence. So, Big Ten and a Big East game. And we got a couple West Coast games we can talk about after the break. Anything for you on the Northwestern or DePaul? Uh, Nothing for me either way. I understand the move to Northwestern uh, because Maryland has not been great on the road, but they were great on Sunday. They win at Illinois, and it was a no-doubter in the second half. So That was surprising. Yeah, yeah, they were they were nine point underdogs too, and 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 Maryland just hung in there. This is a team that doesn't really shoot the ball very well, but played good defense and were able to get to the rim and hit enough shots to beat the Illini. So Northwestern, that like we said, tough trip. You know, when it's a far away trip at nine o'clock, like somebody was arguing with me on the X, like, oh, it wasn't that big of a spot. There's other, you know, like you did, you totally missed the point, and I'm not going to take the time to explain it, but. When you get a team that has to travel that time zone 
and play at 9 o'clock p.m. on a Wednesday night. Like, Maryland to Northwestern is a far trip. Wisconsin to Penn State is a far trip. This is not a bus ride down 65 with Purdue going to Indiana. Okay, so these are tough trips, and you have to be able to recognize those travel spots uh, in these situations. Wait until next year when you have Washington, Oregon, USC, and UCLA in the Big Ten. Mm Mm-hmm. UCF tonight uh, having to travel all the way from Orlando to Austin. They're down 51 to 40, by the way. 16 minutes left to go in the second. Texas closed eight and a half. We got a Pac-12 game and a Mountain West game we can talk about after the break. And uh, we're also going to talk about Mike McCarthy. Is he going to remain coach of the Cowboys? And how about the team that's knocked the Cowboys out of the playoffs the last two years, the 49ers? We'll take a look at that game on tonight's show. Matt Grill of DraftKings. He joins us next. We're going to talk college hoops, a uh, little college football, and golf with uh, Matt Grill right after the break. Also on tonight's show, Paul Mexico, uh, Paul Bovee, professional sports better, in hour number two, and the Canadian kid, Ian Cameron, uh, at 7.30 p.m. Pacific with his uh, football best bets. I know Paul Bovee's got some NFL uh, plays you want to hear tonight as well. All right, quick break back here in a few minutes on VSIN tonight, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, welcome back. Matt Grill, trading manager at DraftKings, joins us now from the DK headquarters out here in Las Vegas on the southwest side. And Matt, welcome in tonight. Uh, usually we talk a lot of college football when you join us, and uh, we can't do that tonight. We're going to talk a lot of college hoops. I just wonder. Um, how closely you followed some of these coaching changes in college football, in your opinion, on Alabama hiring Kalen DeBoer, Washington hiring Jed Fish. Do you think Jim Harbaugh is going to leave Michigan? Anything you know, you've seen so far that's caught your eye in the coaching carousel? 
Yeah, guys, you know, as normal, it's like there's no more offseason. You know, there's stuff going on, which is which is fun. You know, keeps us keeps us interested. So, uh, yeah, like you mentioned, Nick Saban leaving Alabama. That was kind of the big uh, first domino to fall, which has caused this this effect throughout these ripples throughout the rest of college football, where we've seen a lot of movement, a lot going on here in the offseason already. So, yeah, Kalen DeBoer going into Alabama. I, at first, I wasn't really on board, guys, just because I don't like when – Teams go out and get these, hire these guys that have had like one or two years of success as a head coach. I like to see when a when a when a big name team goes out and gets a guy with a more proven track record. But you know, Kalen DeBoer, his his record speaks for himself. He succeeded everywhere. He's really started at the bottom and came up you know to the top, and now he's at the top program in the country. So I think it is going to work out there. Might might take some time. It's going to be a, a total change of philosophy. I think. Um, you know, they're already losing some guys in the portal here, but I think they're going to right the ship after a couple years if it doesn't start out quite how it should. But hey, big big shoes to fill and then yeah another another one here uh with uh jed fish going up to washington to, to fill his shoes so great hire you know fish did a great job at arizona last year uh with the wildcats getting them to a double digit win season slam dunk hire there uh you know washington they've already lost a lot of pieces to the nfl draft into the portal so we'll see what, what fish can bring in so, you know will fafita uh the quarterback follow him up there uh jay mack as well the receiver is he gonna follow him up there so we gotta see you know he's got a lot of work to do and then of course you know don't forget arizona now with another I think slam dunk higher for them getting Brent Brennan from San Jose State. So, uh, you know, like we said, guys, the dominoes here are just already starting to fall, and it's going to be a pretty interesting offseason with these programs having all new looks. Yeah, Washington moving to the Big Ten with Jed Fish and Arizona going to the Big 12 with uh, Brent Brennan West. We haven't talked about it. What's your opinion here? Because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm running hot and cold on Brent Brennan. Mm-hmm. First of all, he's not a great game manager. We've seen some weaknesses. In the bowl games, especially with right. that team. Right. He was terrible in the Hawaii Bowl. Didn't have his team ready to play, but he's just not a good game manager sometimes. But I think in general, he runs a pretty good program. We've seen that, what he's doing at San Jose, which is an incredibly hard place to win. Yeah, and I think, look, he inherits, I think, a good situation. I think Jed Fish at least did get it rolling. Uh, pretty good recruiting there down at U of A. So uh, uh, the, the hire makes sense. I know it's not the huge name that maybe they wanted, but uh, – this carousel is just going to keep on rolling and rolling. <laughs> Matt Grill, DraftKings with us. Uh, plenty of places you can follow DraftKings on Twitter, including DK Sportsbook. Uh, Grill, Wes and I were talking about college hoops futures, and I recently added one on Kentucky at 20-1, to 1, North Carolina at 30-1. to 1. I've got a handful of others. Where are you seeing uh, movement on the uh, college hoops futures board? Yeah, guys, the big mover this week is uh, UNC and Auburn. These, these, their prices just been shortening. These teams have looked really good uh, the last couple of weeks. I think Joe Lenardi, Lenardi's last or most recent racketology, he had UNC up on the one line. We'll see if that can sustain or not. But yeah, things are heating up now in college hoops. Uh, you know, everyone's kind of building their college hoop, uh, hoops futures portfolio. Uh, so, guys, uh, right now, you know, we're, we're in a pretty good spot. You mentioned Kentucky, Matt. Uh, Except for them, we do not want Kentucky. That is by far our biggest liability of any team. Uh, you know, we're down to 14 to one on them. They had an impressive victory tonight over Mississippi State. So, you know, we all know Coach Cal. You know, he kind of comes in every season, season with a bunch of freshmen. Doesn't quite know what he has. He likes to have his team, you know, kind of shaping into form by the end of the year. So it looks like they're starting to do that. Their their rank is going up. Their seed's looking better and better. But uh, yeah, like I said, we definitely don't need them. Our really only other two bad positions we're in. Um, our Kansas, at eight, we currently 18 to one on them, and Michigan State, well, all the way up to 50 to one. You know, I think 
think they've got six or seven losses now, guys. They were top five coming into the season. Disappointing season so far from Izzo and the, and, and the Spartans. You know, but hey, wouldn't count them out in March quite yet, but they're probably going to be coming at this with a pretty tough seed, guys. Matt uh, did just mention they have some liability. North Carolina, North Carolina, by the way, in action right now, 21-6 to early on against Louisville. Auburn at Vanderbilt tonight, Vandy 16-14 to early on. Wes, how many college futures do you have in pocket? Uh, I, I've, I've only got a couple. Uh, Purdue was my, like, chalky one that I played before the season because, you know, it was like everybody was asking me, who do you think is going to win it all? And I would go, I think Purdue's going to go Virginia, like in 2019, get eliminated in the first round by a 16 and then win it all. And, look, uh, they're certainly in the mix. And then uh, uh, I did play I did play one bad one early in the season, Arkansas, but maybe they oh. saved their season <laughs> last night. Not exactly getting a good number, but I'm probably going to add Kentucky. Kentucky, if there's any of those 18s or 20s still out there. What'd you get, Purdue? 15 to 1? Uh, I got it 14 to 1. Okay. Well, yeah, and it's tough, guys, because, you know, when you're betting these, you're trying to bet, you know, a good number or number one. And you're also trying to bet a team that can actually win the, win the thing, right? So, you know, if you're going out there and betting a 500 to one shot, who should maybe be 200 to one, so, you know, do they actually have a shot? So it's kind of that, that balance of things. And, you know, I got a couple in my pocket, too, from early season, guys. I got Tennessee, Arizona, and Marquette all over 20 to one. So pretty happy with where I stand right now. I'll add more as we get closer to the tournament. We can talk about that in weeks to come. All right, Matt Grohl of DraftKings with us. Wes, take it away because we got some golf to talk about with uh, two tournaments in Hawaii in the rearview mirror. Yeah, we do. Uh, we've got the uh, Dubai Desert Classic about to get underway here in a few hours. Rory McIlroy, once again, the favorite for that. Uh, he's won that now three times in a row, even though he gave one away last week to Tommy Fleetwood, uh, hitting that ball in the creek on 18. So, Matt, we have that. And then we also have the American Express. Pretty good field this week, though. Ten of the top 25 in the world golf rankings. Uh, will be at Palm Springs for this uh, 54, uh, 54 holes before they make a cut event in a Pro-Am format. Yeah, guys, a really unique event this week. You know, not really a lot of the tour players' favorite event just because it's, it's a Pro-Am, so we're going to have slow slow rounds. Uh, it's a rotation of, like you mentioned, West three courses, 54-hole cuts. So there's really no other event like this all year long. Uh, it's not the most visually appealing uh, tournament to watch on TV either, TV either with a dormant Bermuda. So it's just one of those that uh, it, it's a little tough to handicap. We've had a lot of long shots, though, in this tournament over the years. So when you're when you're making your bets here this week, I think you can add kind of a big selection of guys. You know, don't be afraid to take some 100, 150, 200 to one shots. Hudson Swafford two years ago, I think, was upwards of 200 to one. Uh, guys, I'm looking at uh, this week, uh, fellas, um, I'm going back to our champ from three years ago, Siwoo Kim. He had a decent Hawaii swing, can get hot in bunches. This is going to be a birdie fest. Uh, we know he likes these uh, Pete Dye style stadium courses. So I'm looking at Siwoo at around 50, 55 to one this week. Also jumping back on the postman, JT Poston from last week, he continues to play well. I'm kind of got like a, it's like a FOMO pick now, guys. It's a bad number, but I don't want to miss out if he wins here soon. Uh, Chris Kirk, you know, the guy's just been a T to green machine. You watch him on TV and it's like this, I can't make a mistake. And he's got good history here as well. Uh, also uh, a little bit of longer shots. I got this week, guys, uh, looking at Adam Shank for his, uh, his uh, iron play. Patton Kazira, Kaziri too, uh, success here in the past, and he's getting hot at the right time. I actually do have Patton as uh, one of my big bombs uh, this week. A couple that Matt mentioned, I do have on placement markets, uh, the Postman and uh, and uh, a couple a couple of those other guys uh, that he listed, Siwoo as well. So uh, should be a very good uh, tournament, very low scoring this week. 
I actually uh, bet Tom Kim today at 25 to 1. I have That's Tom Kim players, as well, right? yes. And I've got Taylor Montgomery at 55 to 1. He was fifth last year in this tournament. Yep. yep. Yeah, and was uh, on the leaderboard last week in Hawaii. Just kind of fell off, didn't make anything on Sunday, yeah. but still was second on approach in the field. Girl, what do you think of Taylor Montgomery? He's a former UNLV player. He just can't quite get over the hump on the weekends. Yeah, he started really strong last week in yeah. Hawaii, guys. I actually had a, um, a friend out there um, who was following some of the UNLV boys, him and Harry Hall, uh, you know, actually said they did not do well in the in the Pro-Am at all. It looked bad and uh, kind of kept me off of him. So, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know this, this week, though, you know, I think, uh, you know, Taylor Montgomery, he's one of the best putters out on tour. From what we heard early in the week from a couple players, that these greens are slow, they're sticky, they're in accessible pin position due to the fact it's a Pro-Am format. So if someone like him can get hot, um, I wouldn't count him out. And you kind of see it in the number, you know, usually you're not going to see Taylor Montgomery in the 50 to 60 range uh, with this elite of a field out there like we see this week. So I can do a guy just because of the number. I, I don't like taking a guy like that where I just feel like there's there's really no value in the number. Um, you know, and a guy who kind of scares me this week, though, um, Patrick Cantlin. Really haven't heard too much about him. He's got prior success on this course. Um, you know, birdie fest, uh, really good. He's one of the better players on tour with a par five success as well. So you got to have that out, out here. Yeah. And you just got to catch fire here at, uh, for a couple holes. And I think uh, he almost tracked down Siwoo three years ago with, a, I think, a final round 60 or 61 on the stadium course. So we all know this is a guy can get hot, always dangerous, doesn't always necessarily win. But maybe something, uh, a guy to look to add live during the tournament this week. That's a guy I always root against, Patrick Kent. Always root. I'm, I'm not going to bet a guy like that a 10-to-1 odds. Yeah, either. look, I, I can see yeah, top I'm 10 with you guys. like even money maybe this week. He's the guy of the three chalky guys I would like the most. Well, though. I can understand that, but I'm not going to be rooting for him. Grill uh, quickly here in 15 seconds. Grayson Murray was as high as 525-to-1 here at Circa. How, did you have any tickets? And what was Grayson Murray last week in Honolulu at DraftKings? Yeah, he was upwards, I think, of three or four hundred guys, and you know, I didn't see any 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 talk about him, any tickets on him. No, no one on Twitter coming out saying I had this 501 ticket. So books made out well on that one. All right, Matt Grill of DraftKings. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, guys. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can start your morning with a daily dose of winning strategies, insider tips, and the latest buzz with the free VSIN daily newsletter. Today's newsletter has got some valuable information on the new vsin.com. Check out the new website. And also, if you uh, read the newsletter today, it talks about the retirement of the vsin app, which has been a controversial decision. Some people really hate this, Wes. That we, the app we, is gone. We, we have to uh, console uh, General Mitchie. Uh, it says here, quote in the newsletter from Bill Eighty, our COO, we made a decision to retire the app and dedicate our resources to making vcin.com more mobile friendly. But I understand that we are breaking a routine for our typical, or our, excuse me, our loyal app users. We're working hard to make this transition as easy as possible. Here are some key links. So get the newsletter for the key links. The audio player is the same one that was on the app, and this is on vcin.com. And you can watch live if you're a VSIM Pro subscriber, the same live feed as there were as there was on the app. As part of the new site, we have a new video player. The goal is to have the show replays posted as soon as possible after the show. All this up at vsin.com. So some
valuable information right. for those who've been asking us, firing us questions, Wes, and wanting to know what the hell's going on. Well, this is exactly what's going on, and this is how you can find the show. And I, we did have a uh, listener from Reno who texted me right before the show, and I said, go to vcin.com. You can stream the show through there just like you did on the app. And he mm-hmm. said, yeah, it works. Yes. So there you go. And uh, by the way, there is a fact page that has been created, uh, vcin.com slash FAQ, F-A-Q, uh, that will uh, help address the issues uh, from our loyal app users. vcin.com slash newsletter if you want to subscribe. All right, Dallas Cowboys have made a big decision. It's not going to be popular with the hot take shows. We probably want the Cowboys to fire Mike McCarthy so they can debate about who the next coach should be. Well, Jerry Jones just announced it tonight. Mike McCarthy will be back for his fifth season as head coach of the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Quote, this is Jones in a statement, I believe this team is very close and capable of achieving our ultimate goals and the best step forward for us will be with Mike McCarthy as our head coach. There is great benefit to continuing the team's progress under Mike's leadership as our head coach. Our loss on Sunday is shared by everyone here, not just Coach McCarthy, our players, our coaches, our front office, myself, Jones said. There is accountability for our results. I am accountable for our results. And I am 100% supportive of McCarthy as our Head coach and ability uh, to reach our goals, blah, blah, blah. McCarthy, 42 and 25 in the regular season. NFC East titles in 2021, 2023. But he is one and three in the playoffs and just took a loss to the Packers. A lopsided loss, 48 to 32. And I know a lot of people wanted to blame the coach for this one. And uh, I'm not one to let Mike McCarthy off the hook. But Dak Prescott, to me, was the biggest problem the Cowboys had. And their defense was, uh, I'm going to say, a disaster, to put it mildly. Dak and the defense, I think, shoulder more of the blame for what happened against the Packers than McCarthy. What about you? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't necessarily disagree disagree with that. Look, I, I thought that maybe this was the opportunity to make a change. But if you look at Dallas uh, – They rated ninth in offensive DVOA, fifth in defense. The defense was really the disappointment, though. I thought the offense did improve. It could still improve a little bit, too. They could probably add another receiver, need to keep that offensive line healthy. Uh, uh, I think they could afford to run the ball a little bit more, too. Uh, And they really didn't do it as effectively because they did have some injuries. They had Tyron Smith out for a while. Zach Martin missed some time. So when you take a couple guys that have been all pros – off the offensive line, all of a sudden that running game's pretty pedestrian. But, you know, the longer this went, Matt, and we talked about this last night, the longer this went, the better it was probably going to be for Mike McCarthy because it's like if a move was going to be made, you would have thought a move would have been made already. And uh, it was not. So, you know, McCarthy coming back for another year. That being said, is he a lame duck coach? Is he, uh, okay, are you pre-fired? You know, and this is just your last year unless you do something big time here. Well, I think this fifth year for McCarthy is going to be win or go home. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't win in the playoffs, he's going to be done. Right. And if Jerry Jones loses in the playoffs again next year and keeps McCarthy, Jones is a fool. Mm-hmm. And you might say he's a fool already. Uh, I'm not saying that McCarthy deserves to keep his job, Wes. I'm just saying in this Packers loss, if you really magnify what went wrong, it wasn't on Mike McCarthy necessarily. Dak threw a pick in the red zone. He threw a pick six. 
The defense looked totally unprepared for what the Packers threw at him. I don't put all that on McCarthy's shoulder, even though you know I don't like McCarthy, and I would have replaced him two years ago. Yeah, I I, I don't either. So uh, uh, McCarthy is going to be the most scrutinized coach in the National Football League once again uh, next season down there in Dallas. Two years ago when the Cowboys lost that home playoff game to the 49ers, I might have re- replaced McCarthy after that game because Kyle Shanahan took him to school in that game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you got to start asking some serious questions about Dak Prescott too. And, you know, I get tired of seeing some of these shows where Dak is promoted as an MVP candidate. Right. you got to do it in the big games. The Cowboys don't win on the road, and they don't win in the playoffs, and that falls on the quarterback as much as anything. That's when the quarterback has to make the The, the, the Cowboys uh, have their fair share of fanboys in the, uh, in the national media and on the, uh, on the hot take shows. Dak Prescott's entering the final year of a four-year, $160 million contract. And Jerry Jones is probably going to pay him a boatload of money to stay. He's 2-5 and five in the playoffs. The only good thing Dak and McCarthy have done together in the playoffs is they won at Tampa Bay last year and they ended Tom Brady's career. Right, right. So, so yeah, there's going to be a lot of expectations uh, uh, for the Cowboys and uh, seeing what they do, if they can add perhaps another receiver. I think that they could use some help on, on the back end, especially uh, in, in the secondary as well, because that's what we saw at the defense. Uh, if they don't get pressure, mm-hmm. they're not that effective. If Micah Parsons just isn't wreaking havoc every single game and Demarcus Lawrence, they can be had with chunk plays down the field. We talked about that in the lead-up to the game last week, and that sure happened on Sunday. You know, another thing about the Cowboys, and uh, you alluded to it there, I think they've, they've got to do – a better job of, uh, I'd say, building their defensive line and their linebacker group here in the offseason. But are they going to have to replace Dan Quinn as defensive coordinator? Is he going to get a job elsewhere? Yeah, that's been, uh, I mean, it's been rumored that it's going to be Seattle. Like, it would ter- certainly make sense if he was a defensive coordinator up there for Pete Carroll. But yet that hasn't happened yet. So, I mean, Seattle's probably doing their due diligence to uh, to comply and, and, and interview multiple candidates. But... Yeah, it ha- it hasn't happened as of yet. So maybe and and some of these teams too might wait to uh to announce the head coaching hires during Super Bowl week to get some attention. You know, all, all the all the national media and uh, when they come out here and do the interviews on Radio Row and TV Row, asked about the new coach. So that could play a little bit of a factor as well. The Hoiberg kid just hit a three. Yeah, 83-82 Rutgers here. 20 seconds left to go in overtime. Pretty good Big Ten game in overtime. Rutgers up one with 20 seconds to go on Nebraska. All right, so the 49ers are home this week to the Packers. Niners, nine-and-a-half point favorites, total of uh, 50 and a half. Those are the DraftKings numbers. Wes, who do you think the public is going to side with in the Packers-49ers game? Because a lot of times the public likes to side with the uh, number one seeds. Mm Mm-hmm. Is that going to be the case? Let's let's focus on this game because the Packers are off a really impressive performance where uh, they pummeled the betting public, right? The, the right. betting public was on the Cowboys big and, and teasers, parlays, everything you can think of and went down. So the Packers get that big performance on the road. Where is the public going to come in here with the Niners and nine and a half point favorites? And do you think this line's going to hit 10? I think it could, uh, but I, I think it might be two-way action here because – Betters like to bet what they see last. And what they see last, they saw Green Bay kick the crap out of Dallas. 
you know, and in a standalone uh, Sunday afternoon national TV game. And sometimes with some of those betters, you can get a little out of sight, out of mind when the one seed doesn't play. And then some betters are going to back the one seed like, hey, this team's been the best team in the NFC all year long. So they're going to show these guys who's boss and, and, and smack them around early on. So I think you're going to see two way action here. There is one notable faraway store that has San Francisco minus 10, minus 101. So heavily juiced to the dog. So you will see bookmakers also, you know, maybe artificially move it to 10 to see if they get immediate buyback. So bookmakers at this point during the week do play some games with these numbers just to see where the resistance points are going to be. That's a good point. All right, we'll talk some uh, NBA when we get back. Hey, your Indiana Pacers made a big trade. They did. We'll talk about that when we come back. And also, this Nebraska-Rutgers game coming down to the wire and more college hoops to talk about because we got a Pac-12 game and a uh, Mountain West game Coming up in the next hour on the West Coast, and we'll get to that. We've also got Paul Bovey and Ian Cameron with their NFL playoff best bets in uh, hour number two. So stick around here on VSIN tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs that much more entertaining. New players can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's bet five and get 200. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. And use code Vegas only on DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code Vegas. Wes, you were just talking off there about something interesting in college hoops with uh, Detroit. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not just the pro team that's struggling up there in the Motor City. No, it's not. It's not just the Pistons. And Detroit was a good story the last couple of years because Mike Davis has a son, Antoine, mm-hmm. who's chasing the college scoring record. Yes. Not the case now. It's not a good story anymore. 
Yeah, and it looked like Detroit, eh? they actually had a lead uh, for most of the second half, but found themselves in overtime and then found themselves in double overtime, and they uh, three uh, does not go here at the buzzer. Robert Morris, 102, Detroit Mercy, 99, and double overtime. Detroit Mercy, by the way, now the Titans are 0-19. I don't believe they're ranked dead last in the Ken Palm. I think they're like third to last uh, at 359, but... Yeah, yeah, tough, tough season uh, for Mike Davis uh, up there. Uh, uh, son Antoine, I believe, is is in the uh, is in the G League uh, right now for the uh, Rip City Remix out of North Portland, Oregon. Yeah, that's uh, that was a good story the last couple of years. Not so much now with Detroit turned ugly. Uh, Pistons, by the way, lost tonight. They were twelve and a half point home dogs to the T Wolves. But the Pistons did cover. They did. They did 124, cover. 117. The Pistons uh, took a loss. Yeah, but it hasn't been Detroit basketball. It's been Detroit football up there in the Motor City. Well, with Michigan and the Lions. Yes. Uh, how about the Cleveland Cavs tonight? Two point home favorites. They're up 40 on the Bucks with one minute to go. Yeah, Giannis was a, Giannis was a no go tonight. Uh, so. Uh, this became a blowout. Cavaliers pretty much had everybody. Bucks pulled the starters in the third because they got down early big time. So 135 to 95, I believe that is now officially just gone final. Uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell with 31. George Niang with 33 off the bench for the Cavs. So uh, Cavs kind of right in, in that middle mix. You know, we're talking about, okay, where's the, where's the power going to lie What's the pecking order in the Eastern Conference? I think we know who the top three teams are in whatever order, Boston, Philadelphia, Milwaukee. But there's positioning behind those teams, too. Cleveland, I think, certainly involved in that. They're the four. Miami, the five. Miami, by the way, they're going to go down to Toronto tonight, 121-97. And then there's the Indiana Pacers at number six, who made some news today. Pacers and the Raptors made a deal. And Pascal Siakam... Headed to Indianapolis. What do you think about three first-round picks the Pacers are going to send off? And that's not all, uh, Wes. How do you feel about the deal? Hey, look, I, I'm glad that the Pacers were going for it. Number one, they didn't have to give up. They gave up Bruce Brown, by the way, in the deal. And then Jordan Nwora was a, was a salary match uh, uh, in terms of uh, making the money equal. But they didn't have to give up Benedict Matherin. They didn't have to give up uh, Jarris Walker. I know Jarris Walker, the first-round pick out of Houston. He's not seeing the floor a lot, but you never want to give up on these guys. Lottery picks are always going to get a chance to kind of grow and develop a little bit. I was looking at some of Pascal Siakam's stats his rookie year. He only averaged four points a game, and then he averaged seven the second year because he actually got more minutes even though he didn't start, but – you can't necessarily give up on these guys and think that they can't play. So uh, uh, there was a little bit of a movement uh, to win the uh, NBA title. I think uh, I think they were 100 to one last week, and now seeing around uh, 50 to one, pretty much market wide, including at DraftKings. I think when you look at that pecking order, Matt, Pacers ceiling this year, probably assuming they get Halliburton back from that injured hamstring, Pacers ceiling this year is probably like a four seed. I think in the Eastern Conference. I don't think they're better than the Celtics or the Bucks or the Sixers. It's going to take time to develop chemistry. But what we're seeing, apparently, Pascal Siakam and his agent Todd Ramasar, former UCLA player, by the way, uh, said that you know it's likely that he's going to resign over the summer because he is a free, he is a free agent. So 
you're not trading for him unless you know that he's going to resign with you. But I think what we're seeing is that players want to play with Tyrese Halliburton because this is a guy who can be a big-time scorer, but he's not necessarily just a ball hog. He distributes the ball with assists. He does a little bit of everything. So guys want to play with a guy like that that's going to get him the ball and get him the ball in the right spot. And uh, certainly I think that's attractive to Siakam. Uh, so now, you know, put up Siakam with Halliburton, with Miles Turner, with Ovi Toppin. You have Matherin off the bench. All of a sudden, Pacers got a nice young core of players. Yeah, I think so, too. And uh, Pascal Siakam is going to be an unrestricted free agent in the summer. But you got to think the Pacers know they're going to re-sign him or you don't give away three. I, I wouldn't think Kevin Pritchard did that deal <laughs> if he didn't know that Siakam or didn't get the assurances from uh, Siakam and Ramasar that uh, he is going to re-sign. A little bit of bad news out of your favorite city, Indianapolis, today. Mm-hmm. And it uh, came courtesy of uh, Jim Ursay. Uh, yeah. We should note that uh, the, this report came out that he was found unresponsive. And uh, Colts owner was found unresponsive, and apparently it was from a uh, some sort of drug overdose, and this was in December. Did yeah, you know Dece- about this? Yeah, December 8th it, it was reported. There were some rumors about it, but nothing that was ever confirmed because uh, uh, this got broke overnight, actually right in the middle of the night by uh, by TMZ. Uh, they got some uh, reports for, or uh, the uh, the files from the uh, Carmel Police Department and uh, Carmel, by the way, the north uh, suburb of Indianapolis where Jim lives. And yeah, when I saw this, my heart kind of sank because uh, being from Indianapolis, it is well documented Jim's issues with addiction over the years and you know as as tried tried i think hard to to kick it and uh you know at had, had a bad moment apparently on december 8th now ironically enough he was last seen i think in public december 16th at the steelers game that was the last home game of the season and then he went into the hospital he's been in the hospital of late for what is called a respiratory illness and uh, the family hasn't speculated uh, much more than that. Uh, was supposed to do his show with his band, the Jim Irsay Collection, out in Los Angeles last week. Uh, the show still went on, but without the owner and without the leader of the band. But yeah, He's the leader of the band. Well, he does sing. He doesn't. He doesn't perform the whole show. Oh. He, you know, he goes out. He sings a couple opening numbers, and then comes out maybe once or twice throughout the show. And then he has a lot of guest musicians not only his band, but special guests that perform. Uh, and then it's a free concert. They had one out here in Las Vegas at the Downtown Events Center. You went to it. I did with Randy McKay. And actually, it was a very good show. The exhibit was cool. All the stuff that Jim has collected, the memorabilia and the historical pieces Let's be honest, over the years. Like, as much as you like to sing and you do on this show, you, you desperately want to be a a part of that Jim Mercy band. <laughs> I'm uh, like, yes, uh, man. Let me let me do some. Uh, part of that band. Uh, I'm uh, like, uh, if you can't make the show, I'll do uh, Lawyers, Guns, and Money from uh, Warren Zevon that Jim always opens the show with. But but yeah, just back to that. That was that was sad for me to see because I have a connection to this Colts team and I grew up as this team is my hometown team and former season ticket holder and uh, you know was disappointed to to read that about uh, about Jim Mercy. So hope he and his family and. Uh, that he uh, makes it through this uh, stay in the hospital. Back to the association here. The uh, the Rockets really have a lot of trouble on the road. Tonight, catching 7.5 against the Knicks at the Garden, and the Knicks lead by 14 with uh, about two minutes to go. Also, the Lakers 
up two on the Mavericks at half. Do we get a uh, second half number on this game? Uh, I am looking Lakers. as we speak. Yeah, one, one and a half, okay. 118, the uh, second half total, by the way. Uh, uh, Luca uh, did return tonight. Luca with 20 points, nine rebounds, six assists in the first half. I thought they might have him on a little bit of a minutes restriction in his first game back, but uh, uh, doesn't look like it tonight. Uh, so Lakers up 55-53 AD with 16-8 and eight, uh, in the first half. D'Angelo Russell also with uh, 13. And, wow, how about this in the NBA tonight? To the heart attack. And death of a uh, Golden State assistant coach caused a postponement of the Warriors-Jazz game. That was stunning. That assistant coach was only 46 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I saw that earlier today. Uh, Dejan Milojevic uh, is his name. Uh, Only, I believe, 46 uh, years old. Former Serbian national team assistant coach. So uh, uh, a sad day for the NBA uh, and obviously a sad day for the – Golden State Warriors, but yeah, it was hospitalized last night after a heart attack following a team dinner. The Spurs got blasted by the Boston Celtics, 117-98. Boston covered 14.5 West. One game on the West Coast about to tip in the next hour. Portland, a 5.5 point home dog to Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm looking to see if there's any injuries here. I think a couple nets are going to be missing, and a lot of Blazers are going to be missing. DeAndre Ayton, Shaden Sharp uh, going to be out for the Blazers. All right, Paul Bovey, professional sports better, joins us next with his NFL best bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rivalry every rematch Every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.